0: The weekly podcast of bethel christian church i'm daniel
1: hey this is danielle happy new year
0: happy new year
1: we are excited to continue uh, having conversations about what we're learning in church and we're thankful that you join us for them it's i kind of feel like we're sitting around in our living room talking with you but you could speak up a little we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, i can't hear you but it does feel like hopefully you just feel like we're just talking together and thinking about what the word means and how to how to live it out and how to apply it pastor's series uh or rather his word for this year the theme is courageous and contagious it's a continuation in an addition that we would be salt and light and his message from Sunday was a courageous and contagious vision. And he started us in Isaiah 6, 8. Sorry, Isaiah 6 and 1 to 8. And Isaiah 6 is when King Uzziah dies. And then Isaiah has a vision of the Lord. And it's the whole prayer of the here I am. Lord send me in the mm-hmm. cleansing. That's good. And pastor was saying that. We often have a copy and paste spiritual experience that a pastor says something or we see something online in an article or on Facebook. And so we copy and paste, share it, we share it. And then that becomes kind of how we live our life. I read this thing or I saw this thing or someone told me this thing, but that we want to make a personal experience, our seeking the Lord. And that personally, God wants to make us holy, body, soul, and spirit. And his outline from Sunday was that we need to have a revelation of our sinfulness. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5, Isaiah says, Woe to me, for I am unclean. We need God to cleanse us. And we know that no one else can satisfy us. No one else can cleanse us. Having a revelation of our sinfulness um, in light of God is important. Because it shows us that we need a savior. Hmm. But what's super important is that we don't stop there. Yeah. A lot of Christians say things like, Well, I'm just a sinner, saved by grace. Okay.
0: It sounds super spiritual.
1: Well, I struggle with that, if I'm going to be honest, because we are sinners. And we are saved by grace. And there's the the Jesus prayer, O Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I'm not saying we're not, we don't still sin, but like. That's not our identity. Right. So we have to balance this understanding of, yes, I'm a sinner in need of grace. Lord, have mercy on me. We are, we have earned hell for ourselves. But Christ has earned heaven and relationship and restoration and abundant life for us through the cross. And so we need to have a balance of this, a revelation of our sinfulness. And on the counter side, knowing that that's not who our identity is. If we are in Christ, scripture says we are hidden in Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And when Christ, when God looks at us, he sees the blood of Christ. That both can be true. And that we can face the fact that we are sinners, because there's already a solution for that. Christ has already come and solved that problem, yeah. and then we can rest in the fact that He has died for us and made us children of God.
0: You know, I just had a thought, and I know we're still in the narration phase. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, we, I remember hearing back years ago, you know, the difference between a sin consciousness and a sanctification consciousness. Where is your focus? I wonder if people who just spend their time saying, I'm just a sinner, I'm just a sinner, kind of use that as maybe a crutch versus it might be harder to live going, I'm walking out sanctification.
1: I, I don't know. I don't, right. It's a good question. Um, I think, I think that there's a lot to think about this sin, this understanding of sin. Paul Tripp, an author that we really love talks about as parents or as humans, the, the thing that we have most in common with our children is that we're sinners. Um, And so you could think about that as your coworkers or with your spouse or your parents, that you have something in common with them, that we are sinners. And in that common need, there is this grace that's been given. And so then we can have compassion and understanding for one another. I think maybe some people do, but I don't know. I I don't know if that's a good thing to say because we are saved by grace that is significant to be in the forefront of our mind Mm -hmm. but it's also i am a sinner like the focus is on me but like when god uses the words i am he's talking about himself so like i don't know that we need to get I mean, we're pretty off track as far as this <laughs> contemplation, but it's, it's a worthy, important thing to talk about because how we think, out of the heart, the mouth speaks, you know? And if we mm-hmm. think primarily, what is your primary identity? <laughs> okay. Identity. <laughs> well, identity, but also <laughs> in my writing class, um, as a teacher, I was teaching kids about definitions and how to think about what a thing is. And one way that you do that is you consider first what group it belongs to most. Mm -hmm. So do I most primarily belong to a group of things called sinners or do I most primarily belong to a group of things called child of God?
0: That's really good. Thank you. (laughs) That's it's, it's funny because when you, when you started going through the narration of what uh, of the sermon and You said, you know, pastor said we need to have a revelation of our, of our sin. Yeah, our sinfulness. Of our sinfulness. Like, I got cringy when I heard that because like, I don't need to be reminded of my sin. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of that. But at the same time, I, losing sight of the fact that I am a sinner that has been saved by grace can, can land you in a ditch just as much as I, I'm, I'm just saved by grace. I'm saved by grace because there's a ditch on that side, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so having that healthy balance of I am a sinner saved by grace. Because mm-hmm. there's that's one mm-hmm. coin. Mm-hmm. I am a sinner saved by grace.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think like which group am which I group, most yeah. primarily a part of?
0: A child of God.
1: Because that that means inherently that we are redeemed Amen. from sin in ourselves.
0: And that's good preaching.
1: Thank you. Okay. Number one. That's (laughs) That's number one. (laughs) Guys, we're nine minutes in and number one. Okay. Um, Number two. I'm undone. A revelation of brokenness. Jesus, uh, Jesus in Mark 8 healed the man, but had to touch him a second time and said, what do you see? And the man just saw men like trees walking and had to touch him a second time. And pastor said, he will shape us and make us new again. In that, And he said, pastor said this, it was really good. He said, it's, I'm not saying that Jesus can't heal in one touch. But what I'm saying is sometimes that life happens and we need more than one. Yeah. We need to come back again to Jesus. Yep. And get kind of a second, <laughs> yeah. second dose of that. And um, but that, a revelation of brokenness. There is brokenness everywhere. Yep. We have been broken by sin. The echoes of the brokenness from the Garden of Eden, I think, remain in our souls today, and is repeated. As we break relationship with God and with ourselves and with one another as we choose sin. Mm-hmm. But one of our favorite children's books talks about, there's this quote in there and it's in our kitchen. And if you've been listening to the podcast. You've heard this. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because it's so good. But it's, um, she, the queen in the story says, until... All the breaking is broken. And that reminds me of the Lord's prayer. That his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, nothing is broken. And if we are praying that, we're praying down his kingdom on earth. And he will keep working. He who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete Mm -hmm. it until the day of Christ Jesus. He will keep working until... There's all of the brokenness is broken.
0: Amen. That's really good.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Number three. That one was only like two minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You might make it.
1: Uh, Number three was a revelation of our forgiveness. That we uh, need God to change and touch our minds and our mouths even today. That we will understand Yes, we're sinful. Yes, we're broken. But we are forgiven. We don't have to be. (laughs) He didn't have to. But he did because he loves us. And he came and died freely so that we could be forgiven and washed clean. And our sins can be cast into the sea of forgetfulness. Never to be seen again. Amen. I Maybe mean, that's where all those socks go. <laughs> but, like, very different. But, things that those are in the group of things that we never see again. <laughs> um, so, revelation of our forgiveness. That's good.
0: I think we talked, I think we covered that.
1: Okay. Before? Yeah, before. Okay. Yeah. And then, number four. A revelation of our uniqueness. In Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah says to the Lord, Here I am, Lord, send me. pastor said this statement, God uniquely calls and uses unique people for a unique purpose. And that each one of us, you know, it's not like an instruction manual and you're like, which of these four parts am I? Um, my like like a balloon arch for our daughter's graduation party all the parts like look the same but have different letters (laughs) on them you're like which one of these it's no each one of us is like unique and we have a calling that God has designed for you and you for and it's this unique purpose and he has it for you and he it's not trying to keep it hidden right. from us. He's a good father. And that's not like a stressor. Like It's a freedom and a gift. Because when we walk in our purpose that he's made us for, there's joy. Now there's like no problems, but there's joy and it will go with Like, if you're an introvert to the max, he's probably not going to have you, like, be a pastor of a (laughs) megachurch. You know, like, it will go with our giftings with the way he's wired us. And then you can be encouraged. Like, you don't have to always be fighting against the way God made you to be. Right knowing that he's made you uniquely for a purpose, for a unique purpose, and that the way he's made you is fearfully and wonderfully.
0: Yeah. That's, I really like the way you said that you don't have to be fighting against the way God made you. Um, you are uniquely created for mm-hmm. his unique call on your unique life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's really good. That's encouraging. It's very encouraging.
1: Yeah, it was a good message.
0: You should listen to it if you haven't already.
1: Yeah, this podcast is almost as long as it. <laughs> Um And then he just ended. There was some really good stuff about King Uzziah at the end there about who he was and Isaiah's relationship with him. And how Uzziah had sought the Lord and then became really important to himself. And prideful and then maybe even to Isaiah became too big of a focus and that we need to make sure that well I'll say it this way it's good to love the people in our lives if we're called to serve someone if we're called to love our families if we're called to care for people in ministry or in our job it is good to love them but that love needs to be properly ordered yeah And so um, Uzziah had transgressed against the Lord. And maybe in that, Isaiah's own ordering of loves became disordered. So the question pastor left us with was, what is the area in your life that has taken over your life that needs to die? Because he was talking about when King Uzziah passed away, then Isaiah saw it. So is there something in our lives that we need to bring and surrender to the Lord and know that we have been crucified with Christ? It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me.
0: I'm sure there is. There always is. There's. I feel like there's always a reordering. Because life just kind of mucks it up. And it's not always like way upside down. Mm-hmm. But just... Tweaking of priorities. I think it's it's good to regularly kind of be introspective, ask people in your lives if they see something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I think that we ask the Lord to reveal yeah, that to us. Yes. So let's pray. Thanks for sharing some time with us today.
0: Yeah. You're loved. You are loved. God loves you with an everlasting love. He
1: does.
0: Let's pray. Mm -hmm. Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for this new week. Thank you that you have called and you have created, you have destined each of us. Help us to yield to that call, to accept who you call us. You call us chosen, you call us beloved, you call us yours. Help us to accept that and to follow you passionately. We thank you for this new week. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.